Hey, welcome to the Generations Church Podcast, a podcast about everyday people who are committed to expand God's family together because of Jesus for generations to come. Today, I conclude my conversation with Brian Heath. And we're talking through some of the joys of Christmas. You've heard some of our story and some of our upbringing thus far, some of the stress, some of the overwhelming and navigating family and busyness. But today we talk beauty and joy. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Once again, I'm sitting here with Brian Keith, and we're talking through Christmas, family, traditions. So far in our conversations, we've talked about our story. We've talked about some challenges, which aren't always bad. But let's get into some things we're finding joy in this holiday season. What kind of help brings us back to center and some things that we're enjoying. So Brian, what any anything you want to say in light of our last two conversations and bring us into this conversation about joy. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like I said earlier um, in the first podcast that, uh, you know, Christmas is my favorite time of year. Mm. And so it's easy, I think, to find joy (laughs) in, in Christmas for me because uh, you know, I just, I, there's so many aspects of it, but despite all the challenges and this, and some of the anxiety that you've shared, you, you, yeah. you've still been able to find joy in all. Yeah, that. and I think and I think it goes back to the last conversation is it's putting some things in perspective, <laughs> where instead of looking at um, the time and all the commitments and the family and the commercialism, or you know, trying to balance generosity with you know the giving and all that kind of stuff that's going on is um, to say, okay, <laughs> like take a breath, take a beat mm. and, and think about who I am <laughs> and, you know, who God's created me, me to be, you know, what, where do I find my identity or find myself? Mm. Um, and then that allows me then to, to take a look at what we do around the holidays um, what we do with family and tradition and, you know, our commitments and stuff and, and ask and be able to then now look at it through that lens of how I view myself. Mm. Um, and then as a child of God, as somebody who is a, a Christ follower, and then to say, okay, so why am I doing these things? Mm. What are my expectations for doing these things? Like, what am I trying to get out of this? Who is, who am I doing it for? Mm. Um, and then, and then decide, okay, if I'm going to do those things, like I I can do those things and I don't have to be perfect in it. Mm. And I think that's, you know, we're not looking for perfection and, and what we're looking for is authenticity. God, Mm. you know, God wants us to be, um, to be real and, and authentic and to come to him Mm -hmm. with our problems and, and, you know, to be honest. And I think, you know, we, we need to practice that. In, in, in all aspects and all relationships. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when we go to our families and, and we try to put on this front mm-hmm. that we've got it all kind of together and we're, you know, keeping our, you know, keeping our kids next to us and, and you know, don't move, don't make a noise, yeah. you know, don't be, <laughs> don't be a kid because we're at grandma's and you need to be, you know, mm-hmm. you need to act like an adult when that's not, that's not the expectation we put no. any other time. Yeah. And we're just doing that because we want them to, to, 
to show how good we are as parents. Yes. Um, that's what sucks. I think the joy. That's what makes that anxiety or the the expectations. And so, um, you know, one of the uh, a verse that was shared actually last week at the the church we attend, and I and I loved it because it's not a typical Christmas verse. Mm. Um, it's out of Titus um, chapter three uh, verses three through seven, and uh, I'm going to real quickly kind of read it and. Um, explain why I think this is such a good verse around Christmas. It says, Once we, too, were foolish and disobedient, we were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. But, it's a great but, Mm -hmm. when God our Savior uh, revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, Mm. not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit mm. upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of His grace, He made us right in His sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. And man, I got to tell you, that understanding of this is the reason for the, reason for the season, <laughs> in quotes, is we come to Christmas, we come to these holidays to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, to celebrate this idea that we were lost. We were, we were, we were consumed by commercialism, by the world, by um, expectations, by placing our identity and, and all of these things that we've been talking about. And, and we feel anxious and we feel stress and we, we and it and can bring up so many painful things around the holidays around this time or whatever and and yet this is the reason is Jesus Christ was born came to earth um so that he could take this broken self this this you know mm. person who is is with you know can't do it on his own yeah, i can't yeah. i can't do it and and freely gives to me this love and generosity and gift that that I didn't earn, I don't deserve, I can't repay. There's nothing I can do but accept it. And and I love it that it says he generously yeah. poured out. It this isn't a this isn't a gift that's designed to make me then feel guilty about the things I don't do. This isn't something that is earned where I have to keep trying to live up to some expectation that I will never achieve or that is placed on me by others. This is something that has been generously given to me and allows me to freely accept having eternal life, knowing this, mm-hmm. like having a confidence that's that's built out of something that I can't give myself. Yeah. And so, you know, to me, that's what changes the perspective. Mm-hmm. That's what what helps me to say, hey, you know what, it's okay if I have to run around a bit to to make some things happen. It's okay if I have to say no to something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, really funny example of that perf- being perfect kind of idea. So <laughs> we put lights on our house, or I've been trying to put lights on our house. I love Christmas lights. Mm. And... Um, and I'm pretty particular. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist with it. And if I can't do it right, I'm not going to do it at all. And this year, we went to go put uh, the lights up. And we have a two-story house. Okay. 
And I've always done them on the second story too. So I've okay. done a, a strand that runs the outline up top on the second story on the roof line and then one on the first line of the roof. And this year we went to go get on the roof and um, you know, usually I'll have somebody to help me because I have to take a ladder up onto the second yeah. story. And uh, my wife looked at me and she's just like, I'm not getting on the roof with you. Like it's not happening. And she goes, and I don't feel good about you being on the roof. She's like, I don't, it's not worth it. And, and there's the perfectionist in me, the expectations, <laughs> like I can't do li- like, okay, then I'm not going to do lights if I can't do it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I sat, I literally sat in the window and our second, first story, you know, out on the roof, I was basically half in the house and half out in the house. And I was sitting there and I was like, I was so, I was stuck because mm. I just like, I have to put lights on the top. I'm going to figure it out. And, you know, my wife, Julius, just continued to say, you know, like, you don't have to put lights on the top. Like, it's okay. You don't have to do it. It doesn't define you. And I'm like, I, I but I was so like, but what are the neighbors going to think? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. this is my, this, this is part of who I am is to have my red lights on both roof lines and, and I sat there for a second and I had to laugh at myself because I'm like, here I am thinking about my identity based in Christ and how that is a gift that I can't do anything about and and I don't have to be perfect. And I'm sitting here going, I have to get these <laughs> stupid, dumb lights on. And so, you know, I, I sat there for a minute. I said, you know what? It's okay. I looked at her and she goes, you're not going to go put them up you know, tomorrow, are you, when I'm at work? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I said, but I am going to put some lights up. And so I, I ended up doing just the first roof line and doing our front porch. And you know what? They look great. And I'm happy. Like, mm. And I didn't feel like I had to, to mm-hmm. do something more. I didn't have to be perfect. And, you know, and, and the lights bring me joy. Mm. <laughs> like I still get to enjoy yeah. them when I come down the road and they're on. Mm. And I see my house lit up next to my neighbors. And, you know, I'm like... I feel joy there. And so I think that's been a big takeaway mm. for me this year is, mm. is finding that um, don't have to be perfect. Mm. Um, there, and there's a beauty in that. Like there, there's a sweet beauty in that you can enjoy the lights that are on your house that you put up and you know that there's not some on the second story. And it's purely because you've tied it back to who God has has said you that you are mm-hmm. and and even in this conversation it's just funny to to listen to to, to as you explain that and the facial expressions that come <laughs> that that come out because because you can tell that there's this real wrestling there was this real wrestling inside of you about this choice and this aspect of it and i and the, i think the the point is is it may not be lights for you if you're listening to this yep is is it may not be lights it may be presence or it may be it may be the food that you make or it may be the cleanliness of of your house or i don't know what it is for you but chances are that sometime during this holiday season you're going to have that tension and if you're a follower of Jesus we've been given the greatest gift of all and when we can tie our identity and our behaviors and our actions back into what Christ has done for us, we will be able to have attitudes and behaviors that are drastically different than those around us. Mm -hmm. And they may go, hey, 
why didn't you put lights on your second story this year? And, then, and in, that, in that moment, you may feel that rise of, oh, this is my chance. But actually what God has just given you is a gift and an ability to say, actually the reason for this season is Jesus. And this is what he's doing in my life. And this is the aspect. And now I'm not saying you have to turn every conversation into that Jesus juke. But what I will say is if you've been feeling like you've been going through this this rat race for a while, if you feel like you've been spinning on the cycle of going from one event to the next and you've lost your reason for why and you're caught up and there's anxious and overwhelming and you are able to finally take a breath and step back and tie it in to who Jesus is and what he has done, people around you will notice. Mm -hmm. And they will want to know what you have and why you have that. And what God has given you is a beautiful gift during this holiday season is to share and to communicate and demonstrate rhythms and patterns that are rooted in the character and priorities of Jesus, not in the character and priority of what the typical American, uh, you know, during Christmas time in the Western U.S. should be or act like. And... It's funny because some of that conversation in which you shared is what is what has helped me come out of some of my grinchiness or <laughs> not quite despise, but but almost this disdain towards Christmas is it's enabled me to have have a joy that's that's remembering that this this is about Jesus. And so when I give a good gifts to my kids, when I when we put up a Christmas tree or we put up some Christmas that decorations i don't have to to roll my eyes or grip my teeth but i can find a sense of joy in that because i know as a family we're not we're not doing these things because we're supposed to do it we're doing some of these things because for ruth and i we are trying to help our kids be set up for a lifelong followership of Jesus. And so even if we, you know, we do the Christmas tree or some of the decorations, is what we're able to say is we're able to participate with our neighbors, with those around us, and in a really cool and exciting time. At 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 the core, it it is a fun season with the beauty of the lights, with the exchange of gifts, with the the connection with family. It is it is a, it is a beautiful time of the year. But we're able to help that though and those expectations find their place in the midst of our lives mm-hmm. and so just some recognitions that i've had to make to help myself find joy and really to show that god has worked in my life to, to help me remember that the the incarnation of jesus is something that is really really amazing the fact that god stepped out of heaven and stepped on earth to show us what it's like to be truly human and so to remember that and to appreciate that in a way that's actually furthers the gospel and doesn't like isn't isn't a big barrier to it uh, just to point out some things that brian and i have both shared in our last couple of conversations to to put some thin you know firm points on the ground that says hey this is this is what we have done, and this is what we recognize. So we hope that you've heard that you've got to communicate. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to you've got to be honest with yourself. You've got to be honest with others, and you have to actually share that. You have to be able to tie back what you're doing to the why 
and tie your why to Scripture. You know, Titus is that great example. You know, Matthew, we talked about, you know, giving good gifts. I think of Hebrews 13, 16, where it says, And don't forget to do good and share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that, that please God. Um, or, or James 1, 17, Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. So being able to tie your why back to Scripture, the character and priorities of Jesus, and then returning to that assurance of identity. You've got to know that who you are isn't what you do. We say this often on the podcast, but a, a great framework to, to, to live by and to think through Christmas patterns with in particular in light of this conversation is who God is, is what he has done for us in Jesus. Therefore, we are. And out of that, we are able to do and live. And so have a vision for, for your family that is rooted in who God is, what he has done for us, who are and what and that allows you to then live and love wow i had a ton of fun recording these conversations with brian i hope you were inspired to look at some of your own traditions some of your own upbringing and how maybe the joys of christmas or the stress of christmas has shaped how you perceive Christmas today. And maybe there's still a chance that as you rally and bring some family together, as you connect with others, that in your conversations that you can remember the reason for this season. And that not every conversation also has to be a Jesus juke and bring it back to the reason for the season, but we can find beauty and joy and little things and places. And remember that every good gift comes from above. And so I had a great time recording these conversations with Brian, going back and listening and thinking about my own life and my own story and how Ruth and I have tried to cultivate some new traditions in our kids. And I cannot wait to see as they grow up what aspects of Christmas they remember that maybe I just overlook now, but it's things that they find stressful or also aspects that they find joyful. And above all, remembering that I won't be able to cultivate a perfect Christmas season. But at the end of the day, I get to trust in a Savior who stepped out of heaven and came down to earth to dwell amongst us. And that's really what Christmas is about and how we get to respond and trust in it. I hope you enjoy your Christmas season. And remember, you are loved. God wants you in his family. And he's proved this in Jesus. And I hope that generations to come will know that name and what he has done. Hey, welcome to the Generations Church Podcast, a podcast about everyday people who are committed to expand God's family together because of Jesus for generations 
to come. Today, I conclude my conversation with Brian Heath. And we're talking through some of the joys of Christmas. You've heard some of our story and some of our upbringing thus far, some of the stress, some of the overwhelming and navigating family and busyness. But today, we talk.